Have you noticed your hair isn't looking as full <laughs> as it used to? Losing your hair is no fun. Pulling your hair out is what I did all day yesterday, <laughs> and I think half of America did. The entire country, all at uh, once. You can go to your doctor for hair loss treatment and uh, get a prescription, go to the pharmacy, but avoid all of that just by using Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com. You get the same doctor-recommended FDA hair approval light la, hair loss treatment, um, but it's a generic version, so it's about half the cost, and everything is online. You answer a few questions, snap a few pictures of your hair, and a licensed doctor will review your information and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it's shipped directly to your door. So it's easy, it is much uh, less expensive, and it's online. Go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash save. Save 50% off your first order of Keeps Hair Loss Treatments. That's Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash save. Do it now. hear what they want to hear today i'm gonna let you do most of the talking i'm gonna be talking about what you know what america went through yesterday and what america faces today tomorrow and a year from now there are no excuses but there are reasons why people do the things they do it's why the left engages and pays millions of dollars for behavioral scientists they want to know exactly how to move people one way or another well there's reasons people have moved here and it isn't donald trump people are going to hear what they want to hear those in the media will hear me endorsing or explaining away or making excuses for people on the right may hear me today and go wait a minute <laughs> why are you pointing at us no we're just going to tell the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth this audience is smart enough to know that what happened yesterday was absolutely wrong. But there are, without excuses, many reasons why. And those must be explained, must be discussed, or it's going to happen over and over and over again. The 
Glenn Beck program. We begin in 60 seconds. First, Brian, he lives in Alabama. Over the last few years, he's been suffering from so much pain, so frequently, so debilitating that it limited his mobility. He was barely able to get around the house, let alone go out and live his daily normal life. Like millions of Americans who suffer from pain, Brian was beginning to despair. And despair is becoming more and more popular, more and more experienced in the world today. Nothing was working. The only thing that would uh, make the pain not go away, but (laughs) Brian could uh, not care about it, but he ended up not caring about anything, were drugs. And he wanted to be lucid. Well, finally, Brian stumbled across the solution. He heard me talking about relief factor, decided he would give it a try. What did he have to lose? Turns out what he had to lose was about 90% of his pain. In the first three weeks, Brian got his life back. It's happened to me. It's happened to so many of our listeners. Let it happen to you. Relief factor, not a drug developed by doctors and 70% of the people who go on to try it. Order more month after month because it works for them. It's relieffactor.com, 800-583-84, 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. I have bad news for you. This is only the beginning. And why? Well, Because we are at a crossroads in the nation. People are longing to be free. And they have seen disturbing attempts to subvert their freedoms and impose on their lives. When people have lost their jobs are living in states where (laughs) there's draconian measures. They've been told to shut their business down and they've been told to pipe down because you want to kill grandma. Meanwhile, people like Cuomo are actually killing grandma and grandpa. When people have done everything they can and actually started in my my example started from the premise that yeah donald trump probably was working with the russians yeah well if he was doing something he should go to jail and then actually did the work and found out the exact opposite was true and the more you found out the more you realized The entire government seemed to be in on it. The FBI knew that this was a plan from Clinton. They knew it. And they did nothing. And when you expose it, no one goes to jail. When people feel as though their voice is being silenced... That even their own representatives from their own party treat them like garbage. When they've been called racist, bigots. 
when they've been called conspiracy theorists over things like the Hunter Biden laptop that now the press says, oh, I guess there is something there. But we all feel that nothing will ever happen. What are they supposed to do? Now, here's let me make this very clear. They are not supposed to get violent. We have a right of free speech of petitioning our government. We have a right to demand answers. But we don't destroy the Capitol. We don't. You know, I, I, I feel horrible saying this, but I have to say it if I'm to be consistent. I, for, the, for years, have talked about this. And the last summer, 90 days of violence, burning things down, challenging, pushing cops, not obeying the law, not obeying a cop. We told you, if you are running and the cop says stop, you stop. Otherwise, you could get shot and killed. This woman that was killed in the Capitol, shot by police officers. Was she obeying? Stop. Don't come in. Don't do this. She's trying to get into the floor of the house. She's shot. I don't think she deserved to die. I don't think she should have been shot. There's no, in my opinion, there's no justification of shooting through a door at somebody. But she was trying to go into the House of Representatives. The people on the other side of the door had no idea if these people were armed or anything. For consistency's sake, I have to say the same thing that I said over the summer. Obey the police. (sighs) But what do people do when the institutions that are supposed to address matters lawfully don't? What do people do when they feel like nobody's listening to me? I mean, this is why I was in support of what Senator Cruz was doing. uh, Chris Stewart was doing saying, look, give us 10 days, 10 days and a hearing. I don't know this for a fact. Well, I do from Chris Stewart. Because I've talked to him about it. Chris knew that this isn't going to change anything. It's not going to change the outtime outcome because there's no time. And there is no there's no trigger or mechanism in the Constitution. So it's not going to change anything except one very important thing. You take the charges from half the country seriously. And you seriously consider them. You listen. Nobody wants to do that. You're a conspiracy theorist. Shut up. Sit down. 
Why won't people hear a case consider evidence? Why the double standard? Why when Hillary Clinton was sharing on her own private server confidential top secret documents nothing happens to her but a guy who takes a picture of the inside of a submarine for his kid nothing sensitive just breaking the law taking a picture of inside of a u.s submarine he goes to jail nothing happens to hillary clinton you can't do that you can't do that Don't talk to me about the rule of law unless you're willing to apply the rule of law equally. Now, I can talk about the rule of law because I'm consistent. And quite honestly, so is the audience. 90 days, you did nothing. You said nothing. Oh, man, didn't take you 90 days. It took you about two and a half minutes to start calling these people seditious terrorists. Where the hell were you with with Antifa? I was saying those people should be arrested and it was wrong. Today, those people who went in, tore up our capital, broke the windows, put their feet up on people's desks, destroyed public property they should be arrested but i think the left should be arrested as well what do people do with double standards and corruption What do people do when the rule of law is corrupted by so many bad actors in nearly every institution that people feel powerless when they see massive investigations launched by Congress when Trump makes a phone call to Ukraine, but when real corruption with far more evidence and consequence like voter fraud, Hunter Biden, or the real story of Ukraine When that's completely ignored, what do you do when the system is no longer followed? What do you do? Because you've always been told you were raised to believe in America, that America answers to the people. When you can't trust anything because it's shady, fraudulent, illegal, Nobody cares when you can't trust anyone. You can't trust your own party. You can't trust the other party. You can't trust any politician. You can't trust the courts. You can't trust the Supreme Court. You can't trust everybody in the administration. You can't trust the police. You can't trust the DOJ. You can't trust the FBI. You can't trust the military. You can't trust your own schools and your teachers. What do you do? There is no excuse for what happened yesterday, but there are reasons it happened. And unless and until we have a serious conversation about what started that, it wasn't Donald Trump.
Donald Trump is an effect. He is not the cause. He's an effect. This is not going to be the last time this happens. God forbid. Today, I plead with you. Let's be adults. And let's talk about it. Anger and fear will get us nowhere. I give up. I surrender to the tactics of the left. If we become everything we despise, we are truly done as a nation. What do you say to people? It's taken me all day and a sleepless night to figure out what to say to you. And I'll say it to you in 60 seconds. All right. Let me talk to you a little about Built Bar. Um, I've made a... Uh, I made a promise to myself that I was going to lose weight this year. And uh, I start Monday. I start Monday. So a lot of people started this week and then this week happened. Yeah. And now <clears throat> now I'm but Monday I'm starting mm -hmm. Monday. I'm serious about it. Oh, good. Uh, so let me just uh, let me just say this. Built Bar is going to be a big part of of everything that I'm doing. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Now, also a little self-control, Glenn, would be nice. It uh, doesn't help you if you eat three of the Built Bars, you know. They taste like candy bars. They're great. They're really great. Now, eating them the way you're supposed to, uh, it will. It can literally help you lose so much weight and be more healthy. It's really a tremendous candy bar, but it's not a candy bar. It is. It's actually good for you. Built Bar. I want you to go and check them out for yourself. The flavors are absolutely fantastic. Use the promo code Beck. Get twenty percent off your next order. It's promo code Beck for twenty percent off at builtbar.com. Ten seconds. Station ID. MLK was able to affect change with nonviolent protest in spite of corruption in the South because he was able to find enough allies in Washington, D.C. And the infrastructure and society still respected the right for unpopular or minority viewpoints to at least be heard. Look at the new house rules. Look at all the legislative traditions and protections they're removing to absolutely stop minority viewpoints from even being heard. Add to the fact that media no longer does its job. It's in bed with the corrupt actors, technology, algorithms specifically designed to shape your thinking, to manipulate you. 
and you have a rather large group of Americans, dare I say most Americans, who are disenfranchised, angry, feeling that they're being completely ignored without any resource uh, and recourse, and you end up with violence, civil war, whatever you want to call it, it's not good. So what do I say to those people? I hear you. I relate to you. I feel the same thing you are feeling. But that's not an answer. But this is. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Put on the entire armor of God that you can you'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness. Take on the whole armor of God that you're able to withstand the evil day and having done all just to stand. Gird your loins with truth. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace and take with you the shield of faith in which you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, take on the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. I wanted to lead the program today with truth. And my words are not good enough. Those words are truth, and they will be the only thing that saves this nation. And you play a role in that. You are heard. You are here for a reason. Gird your loins in truth so you may stand. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you, if you had the option of taking a person's temperature accurately and for long periods of time without having to put them or you through any inconvenience, discomfort, or you just wanted it to be accurate, you do it, right? If you could just stick a little piece of paper to their forehead, move on with your day, you do that, right? Well, that's what temp and toss is all about. Taking temperatures has always been important, but it's gotten a little more important in the last year with a COVID pandemic. And um, 
Those in the know, even hospitals, are using Temp and Toss, the disposable adhesive forehead thermometer. It'll safely and conveniently take temperatures throughout the day, whether you're at home with a sick kid or if you're looking after hundreds or even thousands of employees of your company. Temp and Toss has you covered. You can purchase it in boxes with just a few strips at the you know major retailers, or you can, if you want to protect all of your employees, just go to tempandtoss.com slash back to work. You can buy them in a little box or a big, huge box. Tempandtoss.com slash back to work. And you can go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Check it out today. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Yesterday was a very sad day, and I think a very sad day for most people that were even in the crowd, um, because a lot of those people had no idea what was going on. You had no idea people were going in and tearing up the place. I know this audience, and I know conservatives. We leave places like this cleaner than we found it. I know that to be true because I've experienced it. We do not go into sacred halls, and that's, I'm sorry, I know the left doesn't feel that way, but we do. We feel the monuments and Congress and the White House. We feel that the Capitol, I shouldn't say Congress, is a sacred place. We don't destroy it. We don't. And there were a few people that did but i will bet you that the majority of the crowd when they got home they felt like it was a good day until they got home and found out what was going on and then they were probably mad wait wait a minute that's not what happened that's not what happened i want to open up the phones at 888-727-BECK i want to hear from people I don't care if you were there or not. If you were there, we'll put you to the front of the line because I want to hear your opinion. I want you to feel free to speak. Um, we have to have a discussion today. But I want you to know. It only takes a few people to go bad. And the whole thing is smeared. That's why I was so upset yesterday and so saddened. Because this set us back. And it's not the average person, I think, that was there. It was the few people that went the wrong way. And it discredits everything. Let me go to uh, Paul in West Virginia. Were you there, Paul? I was there, Glenn. I was there. And I'll tell you, I was there at 828. I was there at the prayer march. Uh, and... Uh, the crowd was similar this time, but there was just something different. Mm. Um, I mean, there were people there. We, I was there with my kids. Uh, my daughter's going to do a, a, a paper on, uh, you know, the First Amendment and, I, you know, people's rights to peacefully protest. And, and I think people just wanted to be heard. Yep. And they wanted to know that justice was going to be done, that somebody was going to look into the allegations of fraud so that we knew that, in the end, no matter what happened, that everything was right and done right. 
Um, and I think that's what most of the people that were there really wanted. Yes. They were there from all 50 states. People standing shoulder to shoulder. You couldn't hardly move. I've never seen a crowd that large. And I've been to many events in, in our capital. And that crowd was huge. When and you we listened to, to Trump speak, I, I didn't hear him inciting a riot. He, he was just speaking to the people what they already felt. When you said something was different, Paul, what do you mean by that? Well, as soon as we got off, as soon as we got off the metro and walked out uh, into the mall area, um, the first thing I saw was about oh, I would say forty to fifty um, militant-looking people, all dressed the same and uh, marching around and chanting certain stuff. And you know, I've been to other events, I hadn't really seen that type of stuff. And then I noticed other characters around. Um, similarly, uh, you know, acting the same that, that had helmets on, uh, people with, uh, uh, bulletproof vests on, mm. uh, things like that. Um, at the end of the day, when we were up towards the Capitol building, I noticed that the people that were inciting the, 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 the violence, they had bullhorns, they had, uh, communications, mm-hmm. um, they uh, they were all acting in sync as if they were coordinated and organized. These people were professional rabble rousers, and they were trying to stir people up. And for the most part, everybody was chanting. They just wanted to be heard. Uh, they wanted you know the people in, in Capitol Hill to hear their voices. Yes, uh, we were singing. They sang the national anthem. Uh, I, I want to play right after. Hang on, just a second. I want to play some video. If we have the video where the crowd is actually stopping someone from breaking the windows of the Capitol. Listen to, listen to what's happening here. We have it? All right. As you continue to look at just let me know, Sarah, when, when uh, TV has it. Um, but you, you can see in the videos now that the majority of the crowd is not with this. They are not wanting to be violent. They are not wanting to destroy property. With you, Paul, here it is. Here it is. You hear him screaming Antifa, Antifa, Antifa. Guy is pounding on a window. He's wearing a helmet with a Trump sticker on the back. And he's got a stick. Now somebody else with a red hat takes him down. And you hear people cheering that that guy was taken down. Uh, That shows that at least in that crowd, they are not trying to, you know, breach the Capitol and destroy things. Well, at the very first, somebody took off from the crowd and tried to run up the steps and get on. And the police got the guy. And captured him. And the crowd cheered that the police captured that guy. Mm. And so, but then more and more kept going and things started changing. And then the, the people on the tower were yelling, move forward and, and uh, you know, help us out and blah, blah. And then people in the crowd. And then there were select individuals, I noticed, throughout the crowd that there was a moment when they all began turning around and speaking to people and saying that Pence, had um, Pence had uh, said that he was not going to deny uh, Joe Biden's 
right. uh, victory, and that uh, and that um, McConnell had already brought the gavel down, and it was all over. Well, when people started saying that, the crowd got angry, and uh, and about that time, about eight guys, uh, young guys with vests on and 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 looking. Uh, they just look different than, than normal, you know, stuff when I see there come pushing past us and, uh, said, let us through, uh, we're storming the Capitol. I told my daughter that we're out of here. I said, something's wrong. And these people are wrong and, uh, something's getting ready to happen and we're gone. And we took off and got out of there then. Good for you. And we left before any act started because it was just getting crazy. And, and it wasn't the whole crowd of people. There's hundreds and hundreds of decent Americans, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of decent Americans that showed up from everywhere. And they was just wanting to peacefully protest and have something, you know, have their voices heard. And, and what happened was this was wrong. So glad to talk to you, Paul. You're, you're doing a good job raising your kids. God bless you. Thank you so much. Uh, let me go to uh, Dar, South Carolina. Dar, you were there yesterday as well. Yes, sir. I drove seven hours to get there. Tell me what happened. Um, we got me and my wife got there about three thirty in the morning. Found a place to park and walked over to uh, the park. Um, the line was stretched from the gates all the way to the back of the Washington Monument. Um, it was my first time in in DC, so uh. I was in awe of all of the monuments and everything. Um, we got in line and just the general feel of everybody that. It was there was it was very peaceful um i guess to begin with uh everyone we talked to kind of just had the same idea we did of you know we just we just want to be heard you know we just want to let let the world know hey we're here and we're tired of being mocked and ridiculed scrutinized for not believing what is considered the, I guess, the liberal belief system anymore. Yeah. Do, do, were you there and when the, were you there when things started or did you? We, we were there from the beginning of, of all the speakers until right after Trump finished speaking. And then we decided that it would probably, for some reason, we had a gut feeling it would probably not be best to march down the Capitol yeah, Hill. For you. So for me you. and my wife decided to go ahead and head back to our car. Um, but we were there for all of Trump's speech, all of Trump's speech, all of Giuliani's speech. We were there for the prayer. We were there for the playing of the national anthem. We heard it multiple times throughout the day. Um, but for Trump's speech, nothing he said made me feel he was trying to incite violence. Even if we were to have walked to the Capitol, that wouldn't have been with the purpose of storming the Capitol. Right. It it would have been to say, hey, look, there's this many people. When there had to be hundreds of thousands of people. There. When you never, when you got home, um, what was your reaction to what you saw on television and the and the storming of the Capitol? We learned about it on the way home. Um, I was looking at social media, um, and I saw it, and literally my heart and my gut just sank. Of uh, this, 
wasn't what this was meant to be. Um, as the previous person you talked to said there, throughout the day, I did see people that just, how do I say this, just kind of gave me a bad feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, as he said, people in full, like full combat gear that were, there were people there who were, you could tell, just trying to rile up the crowd, make them even angrier than we already were from not being heard, being scrutinized and objectified. Are you, are you a, um, are you a religious person at all? Dar? Um, I am not actually, which puts me in a weird place with being, I guess you could call me a Republican and somewhat of a conservative. Yeah, no, I'm not a religious person, but I, the only reason why I ask you this is because you and the last caller both said, I just had a feeling it wasn't good. Uh, something, you know, something wasn't quite right. Uh, and that's usually described by religious people as, you know, promptings of the spirit or, uh, you know, something like that. And I, I, I just wondered because you obviously uh, were in tune with uh, what was what was uh, the darker side of a few of the people yes, there. Sir. That's great. That's yes, great. Sir. I commend you for that. Dar, thank you so much. My best to your wife. Thank you for uh, checking in with us. Back in just a second with more of uh, your phone calls. Let me tell you how important it is to, to protect your identity. It is the doorway to everything you have financially, everything your family has, everything your kids have. It's the essence of who you are to the outside world. You have spent your entire adult life building it up. And whether you're aware of it or not, in a heartbeat, a cyber criminal can come in, steal what you have, ruin that credibility and uh, and all of the responsibility that you've taken for your whole life. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft affect your life every day. We put our information out on the Internet and it is at grave risk. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all businesses and transactions, but LifeLock can see the threats that you might miss on your own. So join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code BECK. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 25%. It's 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com, promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me go to uh, Christy, who's in Indianapolis or Indiana. Uh, Christy, you were there yesterday in Washington, D.C. Yes, we were. Three friends uh, and I, we, we decided to take time work from our jobs and drive to D.C. Uh, to back our president. We went to the rally. I've been to rallies before. And we went to this rally. We got there around 8.30 in the morning. And it was packed. Sea of people. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if... There were a million people there. Mm. It was very peaceful. It was very patriotic. It started off with a prayer. Um, I did not feel nervous at all during the rally. There were a couple people that I did see that looked a little different. They were uh, dressed and had vests on. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily call it riot gear, but it looked uh, a little bit different from the normal. And... But during the whole time, even when President Trump was speaking, it was amazing. 
He did not incite any violence. When did he you did not <laughs> When did you find out what had happened at the Capitol? And what was your reaction? We couldn't believe it. We decided to be in for middle-aged women. We mm. thought, you know, it's probably best to get back to our hotel in Alexandria. We wanted to get home before dark just because we had heard that Antifa would be infiltrating. So we wanted to be safe. We promised our families we'd be safe. And uh, so we decided to get back. We stopped and got uh, lunch, a late lunch. And all of a sudden it comes on TV, NBC. These people are storming the Capitol. We could not believe our eyes. Never in a million years would I have thought that would have happened. And my first thought was, no way. Those are not Trump supporters. We do not do that. Yeah, it, I think there were a lot of people that had that reaction. None of them in the press. But a lot of people had that reaction. And it's hard for us to believe these were Trump supporters. But, you know, are you going to call all uh, Democrats Nazis because Richard Spencer, a Nazi, <clears throat> endorsed Joe Biden? No. There's a lot of people involved, and it only takes a few bad people to destroy a movement. It's important that we we uh, call out violence for what it is. It's wrong. So we have credibility, at least, for our own peace of mind. This is the Glenn Beck Program.